Hi, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny podcast, where every single Tuesday we interview a new guest to talk about topics to help you craft your own fit life. The title Stop Chasing Skinny comes from my own personal tagline of life begins when you stop chasing skinny. You see, I spent many years running many miles, taking many classes, and trying many diets, but none of those worked. So finally, I got down to the business of understanding what really matters. And it's not just about how much exercise you can do or how little you can eat. It's everything else that goes into it. So I created this podcast to help you so you can craft your own fit life. Every single Tuesday, you can listen to an interview with a guest. And now every Friday, you can listen to me a second time where I take questions you have sent to me and I spend about 15 minutes answering them. You can even feed your brain this nourishing brain food by listening while you're cooking, commuting, cleaning, walking the dog, or just about anything else. Because that is how we craft a fit life. So let's get on with the show. And today's guest is Sandy Bredesen. Sandy and I know each other through a networking group that I'm in called BNI. And um, if you're not familiar with BNI, it's a really great networking organization. The top of the top. Um, yeah, I have met some of the most amazing people in there. So I met Sandy and she sells essential oils. I thought that was super awesome because I have been hearing about essential oils kind of nonstop for the past couple years. I personally had purchased some from places like Whole Foods, um, basically because I liked what the label said. I didn't really know how to use it, what it did. It smelled good to me. I thought I couldn't go wrong. So, um, you know, and then past few years, a lot of people have been talking about essential oils. So I thought it'd be really great to bring Sandy on so that she could talk about what to look for, what to avoid, why they're good. Um, I feel like a lot of things are just kind of being sold and you're not quite sure like, well, what is sales and marketing and what is, is really valuable information that I can use right now. So um, welcome, Sandy. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thanks for having me on the show. Yay. So um, go ahead. I want you to talk a little bit about your background with the oils and kind of how you got into it. Oh, perfect. I got into the oils uh, for personal reasons. I went to bed, I had nothing on my hand, woke up, I had an ulcer the size of a dime, and it turned out to be cancer. Long story short, I had to have most surgery, and my question was, what is going on inside me that this will pop up overnight? And so I decided I had to be more proactive because I wasn't getting the answers that I wanted, and started doing some research. I found online that cancer institutes were looking at frankincense, because it has anti-cancerous properties. And that intrigued me enough to start researching where can I find the best quality of essential oil. If I'm going to spend my money, I wanted to spend it on what I considered the best. That's awesome. So, uh, which leads me right into my very first question that I want to talk about, because I feel like this is on the top of everybody's minds. I know it was on mine. Um, what are what are some things that we want to look for? So maybe if you could share like the top five red flags when it comes to buying essential oils, because just like everything else in life, not everything is created equal. True. Uh, I consider the biggest red flag uh, is that here in the U.S., the FDA considers essential oils to be supplements. 
Therefore, they're not regulated, and so what goes in them is not regulated. Companies can put fillers and not disclose what those fillers are. They can be very diluted, uh, and most of what I find on the short store shelves are actually a pure synthetic. So I'll say 100% pure, but it's a 100% pure synthetic. Uh, a plant may have grown organically, but if the company used harsh chemicals to distill that plant, then that kills the health properties. So you basically have a lovely scent, same as perfume. Um, I, I find as one gets used to quality oils, they can start smelling the fakes fairly easy. The nose gets used to yeah, that's smell. that's interesting that you say that. So I want to revisit all of these, but that um, we're just going to talk about right now because um, that was one of the things I thought was really interesting whenever you first talked to me about this and you were saying, yeah, in the beginning you also bought oils from places like Whole Foods or just on the internet or whatever until you started getting really good quality stuff and then mm -hmm. you were like, oh, wait a minute, I can tell the fake from the not instantly. It, that was very eye-opening for me as well. I uh, did buy some oils at some different stores even before I had this cancer issue because I like the smell of them. Yeah, me too. And so then when I re after I started buying quality oils and I revisited those oils, I went, oh, the, why did I think this smell good and uh, in fact I was at a fair uh, a couple of years ago and I was walking by and some guy was squirting oh this is an essential oil and it just was not a pure it was synthetic I, I couldn't even stand the smell of it yeah. and and he was amazed when I said you know what that smells awful keep it away from me <laughs> <laughs> it's true though once you can you once you spot the really good stuff um, you know and for anybody who's listening if you've given up artificial sweeteners and then tried to eat something or drink something that has an artificial sweetener in there oh my gosh it comes out of your mouth so fast it's gross mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would think it would be the same with with how the smells are it, it is it is our body is very smart <laughs> yeah right so um okay so let's go back just a little bit to the FDA um, not regulating this stuff because we talk about this on the stop chasing skinny podcast on a regular basis um, in terms of supplements and um, a lot of people don't realize that there's not a lot of regulation on things that are considered supplements. And exactly what you said, there can be fillers in there. Things can be made synthetic. They can hide behind the whole law structure of its um, its, its trade secrets. So they don't have to put all of these, um, these different ingredients even on the label, correct? Correct. And the only time the FDA gets involved is... If there's a lot of health claims or you take this pill and, and you will be young forever type thing, then, right, like then they'll start stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. with the marketing. Then, then they'll step in. But as far as what's in the actual product, you're on your own. Yeah. Yeah, you really are. I mean, same thing with, with, with any supplements. Uh, that's where we talk about getting your supplements from a really reputable place, um, not like Costco, typically. Um <laughs> So, okay, so let's talk um, about the, so you talked about how the here in the United States, the FDA does not regulate it, nobody regulates it really. So what about um, like other countries? That's a good point. Other countries have very high standards. 
So let's take France, for instance. In France, aromatherapy is so prevalent that doctors can prescribe aromatherapy and insurance companies pay for aromatherapy. Wow. So they have higher standards on what they consider pure. There's a lot of things that uh, the U.S. can't import into Europe because of their ha- standards are so high. So one of those red flags would be like if the oils cannot be sold outside of the U.S. Exactly. Okay. So do, do you see that? Like if you Google something for essential oils, do you see that there are a lot of companies that maybe only sell the U.S.? I have seen that. Um, one thing that I have been asked is, since I do know a lot about essential oils, that people will say, hey, check out this website and tell me what you think of, of this brand. And so I'll scour the website, and one company had in red, bold, all over through their website, site, not allowed to be sold out of the U.S. To me, that was a huge red flag. That's, that's great because... Um... I think a lot of people would maybe just assume, well, like it's only, it's, it's so good. It can only be sold in the U S right. So it's a common misconception. It is. Uh, a lot of people think that the FDA is here to protect us in, in a sense they are, but there's a lot of misconception when it comes to supplements. They don't realize that there is no regulation that you do have to do your homework. Yeah. And like you said, um, even like with the supplements that you take, uh, you know, like shakes or pills or whatever, um, unless there are a lot of health claims, like they're not going to pull that off the market. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and talk about, so how many did we list right there? Uh, that was probably two. That was two. Okay. <laughs> let's keep going. Okay. Okay. Um, I have seen uh, also uh, when I was researching some websites, I've seen them talk about third-party testing and they'll talk about how great third-party testing is. But nowhere on their website do they talk about that their oils have actually been third-party tested. Ah, and so they're just leaving it up to the consumer to, like, put that together and make the assumption and right. they're covered legally. Right, right. So they talk about how great essential oils are, but they don't say that our oils are tested and this is what we found and this is the process it goes through. And so there really has to be a lot of investigation and just really reading between the lines when you look at these websites. Yeah. And that, that's a great point that you just said about reading between the lines. It takes somebody who's been um, doing this research for a bit of time to actually be an expert. I see that all the time where people are like, um, you know, I'm an expert. Well, you became an expert overnight and experts don't become experts overnight. They become experts over time and putting in the effort. And that's where you get, I mean, that's where you see between the lines. That's where it goes from being like this huge forest of information down to seeing all of the little intricacies. Yes. Hmm. So keep going, my excerpt. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, another thing on the websites that I found is they're not professional looking at all. It looks uh, like somebody just slapped it together using a free website or maybe paid somebody Fiverr to, to put it together. There are misspellings. Uh, I, th- I think that if that to me is a red flag. Yeah, if, if you can't a, get your website right, your process on refining oils in a healthy way is probably not very right either. Exactly. <laughs> Quality control is is in question. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it needs to be a company that's top-notch all the way, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, another would be, how are the plants grown? 
Uh, how are they harvested? Uh, what is the company's process in distilling the plants, uh, dis storing the oil? Uh, usually there's a time period before the oils are uh, bottled. So okay. uh, are they grown locally? Are they grown internationally? There's a lot of different questions yeah. that play into that. One of the examples, um, could you share with us, because I thought this was really interesting when we talked the first time about this, was um, there's a specific oil that you were talking about, and you were saying that the standard time for this plant to get to maturity is like 18 months. But some companies decide to go ahead and harvest it at like, just a few months because obviously time is money and um yeah so can you share that story sure uh it's a plant called vetiver uh and it grows a, a lot of people uh, source this oil from haiti okay and they do want a quick turnaround mm -hmm. and it does take 18 months for the plant to be mature and it comes from the root of the plant so they have to pull the plant up so, so it takes a long time uh, for the, this particular plant to grow uh, to have the best chemical constituents. And that is part of the testing that goes in if it's quality oil, that they have tested that the constituents of that plant are consistent along the way. So what you get today is going to be the same as what you buy next year. And that's a good point, too, because we were talking about the third-party testing. So if a company is saying they did third-party testing, well, there was third-party testing that proved that, the, resu that the, um, the results from this particular plant is amazing, right? But they didn't follow the same process to get these results. Like, that's the reading between the lines part, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And same with distillation. Uh, you can distill with harsh chemicals, and, and that's what the perfume companies normally do. Is because perfume is a type of essential oils. It comes from plants. So they don't care how the plants are grown. They'll grow it with chemicals to make it grow very quickly. And then they use chemicals to distill them very quickly. Well, that's going to kill the health properties. They still have the lovely scent, and that's what you buy perfume for. Most people buy essential oils because they want more of a health property. Yeah. And so it needs to be at a low heat, and the longer time, you'll get a better concentration. And here again, some companies try to make shortcuts because time is money. Yeah. And that is their motive and not having the purest quality of oil that they can have. Yeah, and that makes sense. We've talked about um, how heat, I'm sure heat is used in some of these less than desirable practices. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about heat impacts like the even the cooking oils that we use, you know, so it can change the molecular structure um, to make it even damaging to you. Not only does it make it not healthy for or like not, not beneficial, but now it's actually damaging. So mm -hmm. that's a that's an important um, thing to note. Exactly. And a, a quality oil on their website, they'll talk about testing and the processes that the testing goes through. So it's so you become educated that you're you feel comfortable knowing that yes, this is something I want to use on my body. Yeah, yeah, super important. Um, so I think we have one more left. Oh, another red flag that a lot of people ask me about is can I take these oils internally? And I know that's a big controversy because even with quality or oil, some people say you should never take oils internally. I kind of fall back on, well, we've been using oils 
for centuries mm -hmm. and they've been used internally for centuries and I also fall back on whatever you put on your skin your body, it's going, in your body. it's going in your body your your skin is the same material as your large intestine so when you think about that when you put the oils on it or anything that you put on your skin your body is ingesting that and it's eventually going through your bloodstream the nice thing about it is it's diffusing as it goes mm -hmm. rather than straight but a lot of um, oils say like lavender for instance have been used in cooking and a lot of different lemonade lavender lemonade is very popular and our bodies are used to it mm -hmm. um, this these are century years old oils there's 800 references in the bible to oils wow. and so modern medicine is only 200 years old so if an oil says for topical use only and it should be an oil that should be ingested say like lemon yes well why is this only topical what is in it that i can't put in my water and drink that's a great point. Oh, man. These are awesome. Cool. We're, so we're going to have to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, when's the last time you checked out the SK Fit Life recipes? We have a really great collection. Some of our own, some of others. Check them out. There's a whole library waiting for you. And welcome back. All right, so now that we know where to watch out for or what to watch out for when we're purchasing um, essential oils, you've mentioned a few different oils here, which I think are super interesting. What are your top five essential oil essentials? So what do you recommend and, and why? Okay, well, this week, and I'll have to preference this week, uh -huh. yep. <laughs> because... I change. Yeah. My body changes, different things happen, environment changes, and so what I really like this week may be different next month. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point, because I used to seek out like stress relief oils um, when I was super stressed with my corporate job, mm -hmm. and now I look for like, I, like I love the in-tune one that you talked about, like just helping me concentrate and things like that, so yeah, go ahead. Yes, that, that's a good one. Uh, one that I continually love, love though is uh, a blend and it's called balance and I'm a woodsy girl and it has a lot of woodsy smells to it okay and some people might be more citrusy or flowery so it's all personal preference but this one to me is very refreshing and calming at the same time okay. and just as the name suggests it just helps balance my mood throughout the day a lot of stress could be happening and I'm just sailing through yeah because everything's balanced I'm not either too stressed or or low energy I'm just even kill and it's very calming so it's a good oil for me to use before bedtime yeah for a nice restful night yeah, I think most of us need more balance and rest anyway like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that we actually need more energy we just need to chill out <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Another blend that I like is Breathe, and just opening this bottle and uh, just taking a whiff straight from the bottle in the morning is like, oh, hello, I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, I, and it's funny you say that because um, I think even just seeing the label on the bottle will remind you to take a deep breath. There's a place down the street from me, and every time I drive by it, it says, remember to breathe, and it's like an acupuncture place or something, but every time I see it, I'm like... <sighs> I can't help it. 
<laughs> so there's dual purposes there. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Um, everybody that I've introduced this particular blend to uh, expresses that they just can breathe easier, whether they're all stuffed up, have a cold, or even if they don't, they, they just feel like, oh, that was a deep breath, and I haven't taken a breath that deep in a long, long time. So I will bring this back to fitness real quick. Sorry, but um, I, I talk a lot about how a lot of times we overeat because um, having our stomachs very full puts pressure on our diaphragms. And it's those deep breaths, that deep breathing that actually gives us so much stress relief. So I always say, too, if I feel like I'm going to overeat because I'm all stressed out, if I just start doing some deep breathing, I can bypass the food part and get rid of the stress. Oh, that's a so good there point. There we go. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> And uh, so I, I love this one. I'm I'm feeling like I'm getting stepped up. Mm-hmm. It just helps kill. Uh, sorry, clear the sinuses. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense. And frankincense, of course, because of my issues. Um, and it is actually the king of all oils. Okay. So if you're confused on what oil to use, it's a good starting point. Real quick, too. Sorry. It might seem like I'm all over the place, but I want to talk about the frankincense oil, what we talked about before, about how you'll never find frankincense for, like, five bucks. Exactly. This goes back to the red flags. So it does go back to the red flags. Yes. um, A quality frankincense oil. Frankincense comes from the sap of the tree. And once they harvest the sap, it dries into resin. Well, they can only slash the tree two times a year. Okay. Otherwise, they'll kill the tree. And it's very hard to get to it's mostly grown on the sides of cliffs and there's nice lovely vipers that live in the trees awesome. so uh and it usually comes from oman somalia a place that type of environment okay so if you see a bottle of frankincense on a store shelf for five bucks you know that it's not quality frankincense it's probably synthetic because okay. it is um a more desirous oil, mm-hmm. and it is an oil that just takes some loving care to, to get. It's not like lemon that is could be harvested all year round. Okay, perfect. And uh, one thing that um, I have found when I was doing my research on frankincense is that I read a research report saying that it is an oil that can actually pass through the blood-brain barrier. Okay, this is good information. Go ahead. Yes, and so uh, it helps with mood control and memory okay so it is a very important oil and that's i mean that's another thing too like um that's really important because um that blood brain barrier like if something is getting in there you want it to be good quality exactly exactly (laughs) it's there for a reason our body it wants to protect our brain and uh so if it can pass through that it it needs to be an important thing yes (laughs) lavender I love lavender. I'm, like I said, a a woodsy girl, not a flowery girl, so it's not my very favorite fragrance, but I love what it does for me. Most people think that it's just for calming and anxiety, Mm -hmm. which it is, but I'm a very fair-skinned girl, and so if I get sunburnt, I burn, I don't tan, and I'll put that on overnight, I'm done. You know, the next morning, I don't have a sunburn. That's it's very awesome. soothing so it's for soothing. my skin. Yeah. Yes. Um, anytime I have bruises or cuts or scrapes, um, if I have a cut, I'll put it right on. It doesn't sting. Uh, it helps uh, heal the skin. It's, it helps with skin irritations. Okay. 
and so it's a very lovely oil for a lot of different things uh and also bug bites okay yeah that makes sense because you calm it down Mm -hmm. cool sure lemon i love lemon i put a couple of drops in my water every morning at least Mm -hmm. sometimes throughout the the day it's it's a detox yeah um it's a cleanser we even use it for cleansing our homes but um it also can cleanse our body and it also helps with digestion yeah and everybody knows what citrus does for colds and so it's it's a it's a good oil to have on hand yeah yeah that's awesome yeah that's um that's definitely i i I wasn't surprised when you put that in your top five (laughs) (laughs) awesome okay and um one thing i do want to uh, point out is that uh most people don't realize that the oils are just a tool yeah yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, nothing heals the body but the body, so it depends on what tool you, you give. And it's a great tool to utilize. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, um, if you have something very serious going on, I'm not saying don't go to a doctor. Right. <laughs> it's sad that we have to preface this all the time, but we do, right? <laughs> yes. Still go to your doctor, but this is going to help you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so just find a good quality tool Mm -hmm. to to utilize with uh how they differ than the things you might have in your medicine cabinet is those things aren't designed to heal us they're designed to mask a symptom so you have to ask yourself do i want to mask this symptom or do i actually want to heal what's going on inside me and if i if that's the case then what tool am i going to use and the essential oils have had the test of time um, as i i have said before and the body is really in charge of what is going on Uh, so sometimes people will say well the oil didn't do what i wanted it to do well your mind is not in charge it's your body that's in charge maybe something's going on in your body that you don't even know yet your mind has a it hasn't manifest itself yet, yeah. but your body will use that oil as it needs to. So yeah. just trust the oils. Um, and if you've chosen, chosen the wrong oils, you've still done something positive for your body. Uh, That's a good point. Y- yes. You can't it, go wrong. Basically, you can't, I mean, other than maybe choosing a toxic oil exactly. <laughs> for the wrong source. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you, you really... Um, kind of can't go wrong with that right right just check in with your body um i find that it using the oils helps people become more aware of their body Mm -hmm. um in this day and age a lot of people aren't aware what's going on in their body because they're so in their mind yeah i see it all the time uh they don't realize that their body has another agenda yeah and just start using the oils check in i find that the oil that you're attracted to is the one that your body wants and i and kids and pets are really good with this okay they definitely will smell a box of i'll have a box of oils out and they'll smell the ones they want and then i'll ask their parents well what issues are going on with them and the kids have picked out the oils that they need gonna help um i've even uh did this with a friend's cat was very interested in the oils and Mm -hmm. so i opened the oils and the ones that it liked it smelled and smelled and smelled the ones that I opened that didn't like it it just kind of backed away like no and then went for the, the next oil that it liked it, it was very interesting we're gonna have to do a test with Cosmo <laughs> <laughs> both of them those guys <laughs> oh, there, man. there you go yeah we're gonna take a really quick break and we'll be right back 
And today's show is sponsored by Memer Media Group. Memer Media Group is passionate about helping professionals in the fitness industry expand their influence and businesses beyond the confines of their local community. For the very first time in history, health, wellness, and fitness coaches can make a positive impact and earn an income from anywhere in the world. Check out Memer Media Group at memermediagroup.com. M-E-E-M-U-R Media Group. And welcome back. All right, so we talked about how you really can't go wrong, other than maybe choosing a really poor quality. Um, so let's go ahead and talk a little more about usage guidelines. Like, how do you use it? I've seen it in diffusers. I've put it on my body. We talked about putting lemon in water. Sure. Um, all those ways. Okay. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you can diffuse them uh, topically, and some you can take internally, not all of them. Mm-hmm. And... What's right for me may not necessarily be right for you. Okay. Uh, let's take lavender, for instance. A lot of people use lavender for sleeping. Okay. And they like to put it on because they like the smell. It's very calming, very peaceful. Well, since it's not my favorite smell, uh, the best way for me is to put a couple of drops under my tongue. Okay. And most people wouldn't consider that. Yeah. And it's not my favorite taste, but, you know, it only lasts 30 seconds. Yeah. But oh, that's good. That's, so yeah. I, I, I try topically. I tried on the bottom of my feet, which is a great place to put oils because we have a lot of pores on the bottom of our feet. We have reflexology points. Yeah. It's a great place to absorb the oils. And that was still too close for my nose. Interesting. Okay. So um, diffusing and did not work yeah, you got a super sniffer. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, with a quality oil, less is more, but more frequent. So uh, the oils, a quality oil will be very concentrated. So you only need one to two drops, okay. but th- three or four times a day. And consistently, don't use it one day and say, oh, okay, well, I, I did it. It's like that commercial on TV where somebody eats one piece of broccoli and they're good. They don't have to have any um, more vegetables for the rest of their life. It's it's not this. Um, in, in fact, speaking of nutrition, nutrition is the building block of everything that goes on in our body. Um, exercise and reducing toxin load in our environment. So That's th- a great point. Thank you. Because yes. I... I think that sometimes people think that there's one magic bullet and if they do this one thing, they won't have to do the other thing. So if they use oils, they won't have to watch their nutrition. Or if they watch their nutrition, they won't have to exercise. Yeah, it all goes together. It it, it does. It's it's all a package and they're all tools that our body needs. Um, Our sense of smell is 10,000 times more powerful than any sense. And just by smelling the oils, just by opening the bottle and smelling straight for the the bottle it goes right into our limbic system in our brain and then our brain starts sending messages throughout our body that's awesome it just happens magically yeah that way well I mean it makes it it really makes sense and that explains too why like the lavender is known to be um, calming so now Mm -hmm. it's it's calming everything down Um, I think we live in this society where we're like 
overstimulated all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, that's really good information. Yes, yes. And I I just think our bodies are magical anyway, so. (laughs) It's true. And you know what? That goes right along with the whole entire theme and the name of the show is life life begins when you stop chasing skinny. When you start taking care of everything that you need to take care of, that excess weight goes away. You don't have to obsess over it so much. Um, Yeah, right on point. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, but I do like diffusing the oils because it also can cleanse the air okay. of airborne pathogens. Or if you live under an airport. Or if you live under an airport, okay. uh, especially use lemon because who knows what if you're getting some exhaust there. Yeah. <laughs> but also anybody who comes in the room, they're getting a whiff of the oils as well to their lung capacity. So like a baby or a pet would have a different lung capacity than an adult. Okay. And so everybody gets it to their portion. It's ah. just really a nice way. And it smells good. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's way better. So this, okay, I'm totally going off script here. But um, so one of the things that I read about, obviously, everybody knows I love my dogs so much. Um, I read that one of the bad things that we can do for our pets is spray Febreze on furniture because it could uh, there are studies that show that it could cause seizures and the other thing is using air fresheners in our home and if you think about it like all of those um, fake synthetic oils are kind of settling down to your pet's level too so back to diffusing it makes the air smell great without being damaging it's actually helpful exactly it's cleansing the toxins from your environment instead of adding to and masking. All right. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, this was so interesting. Thank you so much. We have so many show notes for this, including links to where you can buy the oils that Sandy personally uses and recommends. Um, so that's all in the show notes too. And the other thing with buying the oils um, from Sandy is that she gives the support. So if you have questions, you can ask her. She will answer them super knowledgeable, not like, I mean, I think everybody has to start somewhere, but what I see is a lot of companies that are trying to just tell everybody, no, you're an expert, you know what you're talking about. And I mean, me personally, I like to learn from somebody who's already learned, not from somebody who is learning. I don't want to be somebody's guinea pig. Like I want somebody to have done the research and be able to tell me the information. So that's what an expert is. (laughs) So thank you so much, Sandy. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. (laughs)